Welcome to Conscious Consumption. I'm Isabella Rosley, and today I'm going to talk about microfibers, which are a type of microplastic. And this is a huge issue in the fashion industry. I talked about it a little bit in my first episode, but I definitely wanted to give it its own episode because I've actually had a lot of people talk to me about it and ask me about it, and they're kind of curious to learn more. So. That's what this episode is for. So basically, when we wash our synthetic clothes, which are, you know, for example, acrylic, nylon, or polyester, microplastics are released into wastewater systems, which then goes through sewage treatment facilities. And because these fibers are microscopic and just so tiny, a lot pass through the filtration processes and they make their ways into, you know, rivers and oceans and and that's just a huge issue that's going on right now because around, I think, microfibers are taking up or anywhere from like 20 to 35 percent of the pollution in the ocean right now, which is a huge amount and... These days, more than half of our clothes are made using synthetic fabrics, um, and between you know 600 to 800,000 microfibers come off a single synthetically made piece of clothing per wash, which is an extremely high amount, obviously, and definitely an issue. And because fast fashion and cheap products are becoming so popular, even more synthetic clothes are being made, um, we rely on polyester especially, and that is just a huge pollutant, and it's really, you know, not helping out the fashion industry's reputation. Um, they're just, you know, really emission-heavy with production and non-biodegradable, so they're lasting forever. And if you think about, you know, how many people are doing laundry every day all around the entire world... It really puts things into perspective that this is just a huge issue. The clothing and textiles, like I said, is counting for around like 35% of where these microplastics are coming from in the ocean and some other um, big contributors are like tires, beauty products, the cosmetic industry is definitely a big issue, but I mean, that doesn't even compare to the textile industry. Um... Some like city dust is a big issue, um, road markings, things like that also contribute a lot. Um, and because these microplastics are so, so tiny, animals and marine, marine life are constantly ingesting them, which poses a huge issue for our ecosystem. On top of this, the microfibers can absorb chemicals and carcinogens, and they oftentimes have chemical additives in them that are super harmful for the environment. Um, For example, during like their production phase, they might have plasticizers in them from like flame flame retardants and antimicrobial agents, which are, which can actually negatively impact the growth of microorganisms such as bacteria. And once ingested, this causes a ton of harm, like different blockages, reproductive issues, growth issues, And we literally end up eating some of it because we're having seafood and, yep, it ends up in our bodies too. 
people who are eating things like mussels, clams, oysters, and stuff like that consume, you know, over 11,000 microplastics each year, which is crazy to think about. And, you know, these microplastics are also, or fibers are released into the air too. We can't do a whole lot about that right now. So I want to focus this on like being more conscious of washing, like our washes, I suppose. Um, just because this is, you know, these microfibers are literally just everywhere. These plastic pieces from our clothes are, you know, in our food, in our bottled water, our tap water, our beer, and, you know, whatever. It's, it's everywhere. So it's really important to, you know, think about that stuff when we're making purchases, whether we want to buy something that's 100% cotton or 100% rayon or polyester or whatever, like those natural materials like wool and silk and cotton and hemp, those are the things that are a lot, and linen, that's a good one. Those are all much better for the environment just because they are biodegradable and they aren't going to last forever on our planet. Um... So I guess we could also touch on some other things we can, we as consumers can consider because, you know, we can only consume, we can only control our own actions and, you know, our decision making. So it's definitely important for us to, you know, minimize our washes, purchasing durable clothes, you know, having the attitude that less is more lowering the washing machine temperature, things like this are definitely easy ways to make a difference. Um, I also read about a Cora Ball and Guppy Friend laundry filters. So these are two things you can purchase that will help reduce microfibers in wastewater from your wash cycle. Anywhere from like 27 to like 80%, which is great, of course. Another thing I was reading about is that fleece is like known to be terrible for shedding microfibers and plastics, so it's recommended to like spot clean those kind of things instead just because it's a lot easier to prevent or reduce the amount of um, microfibers released if you're just not even putting it in the washing machine and just doing it by hand a little bit. Like I've mentioned, the fashion industry is the second most polluting industry right now next to the oil industry, which is crazy. So obviously a lot of changes need to happen as far as fashion brands. They need to start, you know, considering producing textiles that have like a minimal release of synthetic microfibers into the environment and they need to value producing long lasting and high quality products because that's how to keep it out of the landfill. And, you know, that's the issue with what's happening right now with fast fashion is that all those clothes are so disposable that they just end up in the landfill so fast and there's such a large amount being produced. Like, it's huge mass production, tons of companies all over the world and they're so cheap and they're all synthetic and they just pile up those landfills like crazy so producing just durable clothes is so important and fashion brands need to start considering that a lot more and, you know, being conscious of how the garment can be recycled or discarded and like having that circular system in mind is just so important and, 
yeah, brands, it's like time for brands to start being responsible and holding themselves accountable. Um, you know, on top of what these brands can do, there's other, a lot more that goes into their, you know, like water waste treatment plants, like what they can do and changes they can make and how washing machine filters can be upgraded or, you know, made better. Obviously, a lot of technological advancements would help this issue, you know, and like collaborating to find out how they can reduce the microfibers that are being released obviously would be really important and make a big change. And as consumers, we need to slow down the drive for cheap quality stuff and because we're driving it. We are the reason that all these things are being produced. It's because we will buy them and we want them. And yeah, as sad as that is, we're driving this pollution and we're making it that much worse for the environment. So that's, yeah, definitely stuff that needs to be focused on and needs more attention microfiber legislation needs to happen of course that would make a huge difference but and i think that's like on the way to happening or at least i hope so i don't know it's hard to say but yeah i just wanted this podcast to kind of be a brief episode into what's happening with microplastics and how they're you know those microfibers are ending up into the water you know, and oceans and rivers and whatnot and how we're contributing to that and how we can, like, it's so easy for us to reduce the amount of, like, cycles we run each week of our laundry or whatever or minimizing our washes, like jeans and even though those are usually 100% cotton, the newer ones aren't. So, like, washing those less and, like, a lot of our clothes stays better quality when you wash it less anyways, you know? Just try to be cleaner during the day or something. I don't know. And then you won't have to wash it as much, um, which is great. And, like, spot cleaning, any garment really is a great way to go about it. Don't, like, throw in just a couple things. You know, fill your washing machine. Like, that's a great – that's something that, like, if everyone did that, it would make a difference. And obviously we can't control what anyone else does except ourselves – so, yeah, it's, it's an easy thing for you to practice these next couple, well, you're, the rest of your life, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, anyways, before I ended this podcast episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about, okay, so I haven't purchased anything firsthand in so long. I can't remember the last time. Actually, I do remember the last time because... It's really obvious and like notable when I do purchase something firsthand and that was this beautiful emerald green dress that I bought in Florence, Italy last year. I am like obsessed with it still. I love it. I wear it so much even though I did stain it and I don't know how. It's like a deodorant stain or something. I don't know. I switched to a natural deodorant and it was bef- I stained it before that. So anyways, I so I'm working in a luxury boutique right now. And I love it. It's called Tula. And they have really high quality, durable clothes that they sell. It's all about like forever pieces that last a long time. You know, you have it for your whole life. And they're all basic stuff that you can wear like most days. There's some formal things that are special occasion kind of. But like still, like you can wear those things all the time. A lot of like, like for example, a white colored button down or like, 
just quality jeans, that kind of thing. And I haven't bought anything in the past few months that I've worked there because I don't need anything. And I have been in the mindset, like, I'm not going to buy anything. I'm trying to get rid of things. I'm about to move, so I don't want to buy a lot. Well, we had this huge end-of-season sale, just clearing things out before all of our fall inventory comes in. And there were these pants by a brand called Superwoman, which is a really nice brand. Like, super great quality stuff, but extremely expensive. And I would never consider buying anything, but they had these pants that were like my size and they're like extra small tan leather pants. And I was like, I do not need those, right? Like that's the last thing I need to buy, right? Not the last thing. I'm like, it is fall. At least it's in season. But um, I just didn't need them. But they were on sale. And they were normally like $1,365, which is insane. I would never spend that much on clothes. Like, I would, I couldn't even imagine it. It's like over a month's rent, you know? But they were on sale for $300, and then they dropped to $150. And they fit me perfectly, and I hadn't bought anything, and I caved, and I bought them. And I'm so excited because I know they are lifetime pants, and I'm like excited to have like one really nice quality piece of clothing I mean I have quality clothing but nothing that's like that nice I mean a thousand three hundred sixty five dollars for pants it's insane but I was researching the company because I would be a hypocrite if I didn't of course and they you know talk about using the finest materials and high quality and just um you know using Things that will like just last a long time and that you want to wear because they, you know, have extreme breathability in the technology that they use to make the clothes. They, so it's called like, they call it their high quality stretch plong plume. It's like P L O N G E and then space plume. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but, um, Yeah, it just makes it super breathable so you can actually wear the pants year-round even though they're like a leather. But it's like it helps your body stay cool in warm weather, but it provides warmth um, in cool weather. So that's a super cool feature of it. And they only – this they actually use a lambskin, which I don't know how I feel about. But they are colored by hand in small batches with that – vegetal dyes that are eco-friendly chrome-free and hypoallergenic so it's good for you and the environment and it's like that's super cool the small batch dyes thing because i know synthetic dyes are like polluting tons of waterways right now as well so it's cool to support that kind of production um but then after i bought the pants i wanted to buy more stuff i like on my phone after work and I was like dang like looking at Depop I was like I want a cute top to go with this I want like this and this and this and I was like oh my god I'm literally like high off of this purchase and I want more like that like it just made me want more it's like once you buy one thing it's like whatever might as well buy more I didn't because I don't need anything else and like I said I'm moving but I was like just I couldn't believe how my brain reacted and 
I don't know, I just felt kind of hypocritical, but whatever. I'm trying my best and I'm still not purchasing a lot. And I know I'm, I don't know, working on things too. I'm not perfect. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to share that because it was exciting. I'm excited about my pants. And I'm glad that, you know, it was an ethical buy to some degree of like what I can be because like I'm at the point right now where it's like I only buy things secondhand or high quality or I feel like I'm at the point where I might need to buy some kind of professional outfit which might include a first-hand purchase as well from a store but of course it would be like a quality piece that like I would literally have like for my whole life hopefully um anyways thank you so much for listening Hope you spread some of this knowledge to your friends and family and I hope you make a change in your lifestyle and how you treat your clothes and you know what stuff you're gravitating towards at the store. Um, yeah, thank you. Have a good one.